a crime with the dollar sign money for my mind. Yeah. Summon on the time for spin. On the top, I'm in name coffee swag a lot. Then my time and on the time for them. Time for them. Yes, I'm gonna wake up. Yeah, money make and I make up. Yeah, me go straight for the paper. Yeah, tell you wait, see you later. Hey, hey, hey. Hello. I like that. I know it's by coffee. You know, I say coffee. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> the first uh, female to win the Reggae Grammy. She is. Yes, I watched her Tiny Desk concert this week. She's um, dope. And she basically, you know, you know, she did all the hits. And then she was like, oh, I got this new single streaming called W featuring Gunna. And okay. it's definitely dope. I like it. So that was that. That was just a little taste, a little sample for y'all. Mm. But you guys know how it is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is... Cross culture. culture. Oh, I thought We're you were ready for you. No, because I thought we'd be like, this is Erica Mona. Hi, oh, this is Erica Mona. This is Damio. And, and then this, this is cross, cross culture. culture. Come on, <laughs> stick with the format. Like, come on. Anyway, but y'all know, speaking of format, the thing we like to start with is the. But first of all, we need to introduce that we do have a guest with us today. <laughs> back to back. Right, 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 back to back. <laughs> all right, so would you like to introduce yourself, Ms. Turner Peace, what's going on, people? It's the guy Rashad Nasir, one third of the What Up Joe podcast, aka Podcast Poppy, aka wow. Chicago's only. Wow, so shameless plug already. He, he started already. with the plug. Damn, he know how we come. All right, we gave you some free promo. That's right, free promo. <laughs> we got y'all. Okay. Y'all up next. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Nah, it's cool. But then, you know, we uh, us podcasters have to stick together. It's definitely and a network. Potters. This is like a collab. You know, like how musicians be doing like features. Right, right. This, this is what this is. This is the cross crossover episode. Listen, listen. The best cross. of both worlds. This is the cross episode. We stay crossing. <laughs> you know we me? stay with we the stay. brand. All right, but for real though, let's get into these hot topics. All right, um, so y'all know the Super Bowl just happened, and you know when there's a Super Bowl, there's a stripper bowl. <laughs> so QC did its mm. annual stripper bowl, um, and if you guys don't know what that is, so QC is Quality Control, the music label, mm-hmm. um, you know, headed by P. Pierre Thomas or whatever, and you know they have acts such as Cardi B, Migos, Lil Baby, Sweetie, uh, Sweetie. I don't think Sweetie's on QC so. yet, but just to name a yeah. few. Um, and, you know, they do an annual stripper bowl. So there was a lot of controversy because strippers from all over the country come expecting to get big dollars, a lot of money. And if you do see the video, like, it's and money I mean, it was money everywhere. Money's flowing everywhere. It but, definitely was money. But a lot of the strippers complained of not getting paid um, what they thought if they got paid at all. So that was a lot of controversy about that. So from my understanding of what happens is you pay three fifty to strip. Um, right, like there's a stripping entrance fee. Yeah, you cannot touch the money while mm-hmm. you're stripping and doing whatever. Um, there is a clause about you don't have to be naked. It's kind of like a go-go dancing vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have to wait till they count the money out. Then they take percentages of that money. Obviously, the the club or whatever mm-hmm. club they partner with. So now the big controversy is that they're saying that the club wait, made way more money than what the strippers saw. Strippers, because you know, on Twitter, many of them were like tweeting about their experiences, and they did say that they. T- Took not more than eleven hundred dollars back home. Eleven hundred. Especially if you're paying three fifty, 
as a fee to, to dance and, no, you know, to, to, to work. And then you're only getting paid 1100 Some stripper was like, um, I made 1000 in two hours the night before. So yeah, let alone to be working up. this thing. And they were there for like 16 hours waiting for their money. You know, you see little clips of people fighting because, you know, I guess some people were like stealing money. Yes. People, people were definitely were stealing, people stealing people money. Stealing I'm not going to lie. I probably was still because there's a lot of money. G. It was I a lot of money. I don't know if I was stealing money because I do, definitely feel for strippers. And it made me think of like, I don't know, strippers classify as sex workers and definitely like... Like their they do. the rights that they have, but yeah, that, that yeah. that's what makes you think of like unions and the importance of unions. <laughs> not for real, because it's like how we have a contract, and then you know P coming out talking about they don't got nothing to do with me. I don't I don't really have nothing to do with the contracts. It's your brand. You the one that started it. It's you the your one name on it. Yeah, you and all your artists out there are are hyping it. So now you talk about you don't got nothing. To it's do definitely with unfair, it. especially women that did fly out that oh, flew yeah. into the place. You know, it's unfair. It's three fifty G. That's that's a lot of money, and that's then you're only getting money. one. So what? What's the profit? Seven hundred dollars. Like that's my what ticket. the fuck? It's exactly that. that's your that. ticket. So I flew out to do what? Because they pay for their nails, for their hair, for their makeup, their clothes, for yeah. their flights, yeah. and then which I'm sure is over one thousand. Yeah, because I'm they're not flying a coach. Exactly. So to be in a place where you know there are ballers and rappers, whatever, and they're just making seven hundred dollars. And you know, Cardi got on social media talking about her herself through fifty thousand offset oh, through fifty thousand. Oh, you know, little baby, she started throwing out numbers. Basically, it was. But did the strippers get the, that money? They said they did. obviously they didn't get the money. They the club so, got the money. So in this event, is it only Q four? Like, I mean, Q four, QC artists. No, um, Diddy was there. Okay. Rick Ross was there. You know, all like they were the one that just hosted the party. They're the, they're the host. They're trying to start the little tradition of like Super QC, Bowl, Super Bowl. QC, QC, Stripper Bowl. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, why didn't they make more money? Because they did not allow them to take the money. They because got gypped. They, basically, basically, they got gypped. They gave them like a fee. Yeah, like all of them were given like eleven hundred, eleven hundred, eleven hundred. Yeah, because because oh, the so they, okay. So yeah. yeah, the basis of it is that you make we make all this money. We take a percentage of the larger cut, and then we divide everything equally. So that's what it is. The the strip club took the majority of the yep. cut. Yeah, the majority. Exactly. Yeah. Got you. So what was it like the year before? I think they said it was almost similar. Isn't this like the second year? They said this is the second year, so it's, it's fairly new. But you know, they said it is. You know, it ain't been successful, really. And some of the strippers were complaining how like they legit let any Tom, Dick, and Harry in, so any stripper is allowed in. So whether you look like a hey, yeah, head, you pay your three fifty, you in. Shit, you know, to and, that's a li- and that's a light entry fee. If I come in with three fifty, I'm in there too. What you mean? I mean, okay. I don't Because what club was this? What strip club? Was this? I don't know. Oh, I'm <laughs> Because we're talking I know the factory in Red Diamond. Because we're talking just, Miami. And... It could have been a mansion. And... Huh? No, I know it was a club. No, it was a real strip club. No, it was definitely a real... One of them popping spots. My thing is just... Well, one of the things that Cardi has said in the video that some of the strippers were just, like, standing around. Oh, okay. The, the ones who was kind of, like... Just cashed out with the strippers that was actually doing it, but if they were splitting it up like that, then it's like it is what it is. The it's star too many of the people. show is not going to get right. what she deserves because of you know the type of yeah, system that they us. have. So hey, I don't know. Tough luck. Shit, better luck tomorrow. 
Right, right. Make that extra band tomorrow. A lot of stuff happened Super Bowl weekend because Javante Davis also got caught up with his baby mama. Nice. At Javante uh, uh, Super Bowl weekend. Uh, If y'all don't know who Javante Davis is, he is a boxer that is originated from Baltimore. I think he is a lightweight champion. Mm -hmm. Um, and basically his baby mama Drake. What's her name? Drita. Drita. I don't even know how to say some of these names. I ain't gonna hold you. Mm -hmm. Drita. Drita. Her. Um, they were at an event and the video came out of him basically choking her, up her and dragging her out of the function. Um, reports later were released that he ultimately pulled up on her and did physically assault her, although he said on social media he did not touch her. Um, but now talking about he's a girl dad. Bye. Excuse me. Yeah. That was that was domestic violence <laughs> nice right time. there. Like, come on now. Like, even if it's, no, it was completely domestic, domestic violence. The way he grabbed her, he, he grabbed he, her by the neck of her jacket or, or whatever she was I wearing. It was aggressive as hell and was pulling her out. So what would you call that? Me? If not, you've been... So for you to do that, I feel like you've definitely hit a woman before. Oh, yeah. Like, that's yeah, no, obviously... No, 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 no. And then that, he does people that. People that tend to abuse, like guys that do tend to abuse women, you know, they have... I don't want to say they have the sense, but they tend to do it, like, in the privacy that. in their home. He did it right there and then in, in a whole... A open, open, very place. public event. Like, for you to do that there, and you don't care, that means you beat her ass. Exactly. I don't think that's fair to assume. Mm. I think we're putting too much onto something that we just seen, because how much of the relationship do we really know about? So, is this just his baby mama? Or yeah, this, this is, is the mother of his child. No, this like, is mother of his child. So my thing is, like, why, if this is just a mother of his child, why did he even feel the need to do that? Is there, is there a need, need to do that? Excuse me? There's Excuse me? Are you saying that there's a need? You're saying his actions are justified. No, That's what I'm not saying, saying anything is justified. So there's no need for us to what go I, back and figure I, out what why I'm he did not it. saying is I'm not just going to say that he is an abuser, that he be whooping her ass. I'm not. I think that's a reach. I, think, I mean, we ain't say he be whooping uh, her I ass. I said he be whooping her ass. <laughs> we just said that those are signs of whooping Listen, motherfucking asses. This is my thing. She could have been a stranger off the street. For you to feel comfortable in public grabbing that woman up like that means that in private, if you get to that Imagine level of rage, you would do whatever happens. Whatever comes and this to is you, the mother of your you, child. Would, you would come to it. I feel like for you to grab her up like that, you don't care. That, that's, Did you see your video? That's bozo behavior. Oh, and, it, and you felt like... No. I don't even try it. <laughs> I'm just asking. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying I, to understand. I just looked at it for what it was. Like, hmm, there's a reason why I, I did that. There, I mean, clearly there's a reason, but I think that's one of the things that we kind of have to like at least think about before we jump to more conclusions. There's no reason that justifies Listen, that. I, I'm not speaking of justification in the sense of figuring out why it's okay. I'm just meaning that what led him to that behavior. I mean, obviously something led to that, whether it was That's an argument, whatever, but is, is that something, is it valid? No, it's not. It's he, the, he he's still a boxer. Wrong. Okay. And as, a, as a professional boxer, your hands are lethal weapons, weapons for sure. And you know, I So feel you're like not I'm, even allowed to fight men like that. So as a boxer, you, you know out. that you got to control your hands, period. So he needs to know that he has to control his hands, Period. But is it just me? I feel like I noticed that boxes, it seemed like it's a little trend going on with them. Where like, Cause, they, cause if, we wanna, if the gag is, boxers probably suffer from a lot of CTE too. We just yeah, be talking about all football. Yeah, trauma, but, concussion, everything. But yeah, the way that they be taking those hits, oh, you know when your mama slap you too hard, your ear be ringing. Yeah. So imagine yeah. that type of impact Yeah, I'm definitely men. not going to do that. That high levels of um, testosterone. Yeah. Drug, you know so 
you know, it's an unfortunate situation. He definitely shouldn't have did it. He turned himself in. Um, you know, going forward, hopefully he understands just the weight of his actions in the world, watching it and how embarrassing that and is. And that he but, has a daughter. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. definitely. Let's get into this Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj drama. Uh, I mean, this is your people, <laughs> Dami. Please tell us what happened. Your I, bestie. Period. Your queen. I, so last week we reported oh, that barb. Nicki... I she am is. a barb. Been a barb since 2009, period. I know, right? So, um, yikes. Hashtag is streaming now. Thank you. Ooh, I um, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So anyway, last week we reported that Nikki and Meek got into a heated altercation. Well, not necessarily Nikki, but her husband Kenneth Petty and Meek got into an altercation at a store in Miami. I think getting into Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. Um. So this week it kind of extended itself when Meek was caught trolling on social media by liking pictures of um somebody basically made fun of something that Kenneth Petty wore saying that he got his outfit from Jimmy Jazz which is off the heels of you know Meek's little mm-hmm. verse leaking again when he was talking about he was wearing you know the, the bootcut jeans, jeans with, with the, the Balenciagas, Balenciagas. Yeah, um funny. And I think that that was overly petty. So that kind of caused Queen Nicki Minaj to explode. And before you know it, they're going back and forth on Twitter. And they are revealing things. Things such as Nicki alleging that Meek Mill beat her, kicked her. In front of his mother. In front of his mother and beat his sister and recorded it. Mm -hmm. Um, Meek returned that jab saying that her brother Jelani, who is convicted of a rape case, Mm -hmm. um, you know, not only did he molest the little girl, she also accused her little brother, Makai, of being a part of that and saying that she knew about it and didn't say anything. So a lot of dirty and intimate things came out in this Twitter exchange. Um, so everybody How do you feel about it? Hold on. Let's, but she also came out today and said that she was she she had made a joke saying I was hacked. And I then, see that. Then, yeah, no, she I did. See that. And and, I see that. and in a nutshell was like she didn't apologize to me. I don't just, think she was hacked. No, of course. No, she was no, hacked. I, I, I no, think it was a troll. Hacked. If she said she's hacked, it was a troll. It, it was a troll. No, yeah. it definitely was a troll. But she was also I, I guess I guess she me. came to her senses and realized that she was tweaking and it was unnecessary. They, they to do were all tweaking. That. Let's, yeah, let's, it was let's too use much. the correct pronoun. They were okay, tweaking. Okay, for sure. So how do y'all how do you guys feel about it? Person, it was funny. Especially. Personally, me, I, you know, if an unbiased take is that I really think that the both of them went too far. You what know, led to it? Um, who started it? What started it? You think I, Meek went too far? I, I think both of them went too far. Who started far. on Twitter? On Twitter, I would say Meek mm-hmm. kind of started it. Nikki kind of continued. continued well, she's it. biased. No, because I think for, this is the thing, it's like, y'all just got into it the weekend before over this exact situation, right? You were talking stuff about her boyfriend, uh, her husband. So it's like, now you as a, as a famous person, what you doing even getting caught liking this picture? Like, you liked it or retweeted it or whatever. And I feel like once you do stuff like that, you may, you know, everybody knows the algorithms of social media. It's like, you people are see, watching your life. People are watching and it's gonna, it's gonna be seen. So it's kind of like, that was just subtle shade. Like, I ain't say it, but I'm thinking it, which is goofy. That's what you're saying. <laughs> and it's like, they already, you know, and you a guy, you know how it is. If I press you as a man, if I'm like, you know what, we finna have this conversation, let's talk about it, and you don't do nothing, 
that's the end of it. Like, we already came to what is the pinnacle of this situation. Either we gonna throw hands or we gonna shut up. You ain't throw hands, so it's time to shut up. So now you should have just shut up. Why and you shut coming up back? All around. Why you should shut up all around? So now, now you on social media trying to talk. You trying to be shady, acting like a little girl about it. And, you know, now, Nikki, you shouldn't have exposed things that you guys were both comfortable with in the relationship when y'all were in the relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel that way about any relationship. If when we were together, we were tight or we were at this thing, if I allowed it then and we talked about it then and it was that, then it stays within that exactly. relationship. There's no need to bring it back up later. But, you know, I think that... So, Meek Me was one who threw the first jab. He, he was threw the one first, who first jab. It ain't land, but he threw it. Ha! What do you think? That's it. So, hold on. So, was the first jab the bootcut jeans Balenciaga line? That was the first jab. Then the second... In fact, another first... That was the first Why first jab. Why is that jab. not fair? Because that's just a bar in a song. And if and if and if homie is actually wearing bootcut jeans with Balenciaga then I why, think but that why, that should again, be noted. Why are you talking about me? Why are you talking like Why is it about your ex-husband? Why are you talking about though? you and your ex-husband? And that's what I'm saying. It's like because nobody said be free, say what you want. But if mm-hmm. you going to talk about it, you you have to be able to back up what you say. You is cannot that, write a check. But is that fair if it was a song that was leaked? Clearly it wasn't something that he like authorized puts the button on. So why he said it. I mean, yeah, he clearly... I'm pretty he sure... He said it. It was and, and, and as an artist in this game, you should know that there's always a possibility of your song being leaked, right? Because we see it happens all the time. So for you to put in a song, period, and record it, it's like you low-key start looking for trouble. It's one thing if you discuss it within your guys and you guys hee-hee about it, but then you also... You do record it... Eh. I just know if Nikki did it, we wouldn't have that same response. No, there because... There wouldn't be that same conversation. Because oh, the thing of the matter is, this is the thing. Who pressed me? Kenneth. Nikki didn't press me. Nikki ain't go up to me like, yo, I heard you talking about my husband. Well, they, Kenneth, ran, they ran into each other. They ran into each other and Kenneth was and like, yo, let's talk outside. He said, let's talk outside. Mm-hmm. Meek was like, nah, let's just be cool. Woo, 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 whatever. He tried to be on his kumbaya. Kenneth was like, let's talk outside. Who even knows if the talk outside would have led to blows? Maybe they would have just been cursing each other out. We don't really know what would have... Well, okay, when motherfucker say, let's talk outside. Yeah, he's going to rock you. But still, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that as a man, that's, you know, I'm not a guy. I can't necessarily speak for male code. But what I imagine is guy code is that if somebody, if you talk about it, if you have enough balls to say it out your mouth, if I as a man come to you as a man, we like, ha- what's up? Then, then, you know, that's just it. You cannot be mad at me addressing you on what you said. I just feel that Meek and Nikki had a public relationship that we all watched from beginning to end. He said some words in the song that he didn't release himself. We heard it. It was hilarious. She's mad because this is her husband. And if we look at social media, it's not like Meek is in a vacuum. A lot of people say a lot of things about her husband. I mean, he kind of looks like a clown, but that's neither here nor there. But then Nikki comes out with these tweets. And let's address the real elephant in the room. She accused him of abusing her. He accused her of being okay with child molestation. Well, I mean, that is her brother. This is what I would say, because you know what? I've actually been meaning to say this. I wish everybody would stop using that as a thing against her. That's her brother. And it's like, 
it is like that's her brother. Like I don't know what what people want Nikki to say or do in regards to something that her brother did. Her, first of all, it's her older brother at that. It's not even like her younger brother, and it's something like she. We're not saying attention. she has a responsibility. But that's to what it. people are saying. Like, oh, but her brother's a child molester, and this, that, and the other, or whatever. And it's like they're like, oh, but she paid his bail, and I'm just kind of like, right? People feel like because that's her supporting him. But I also feel like the act. I feel like I thought about it as like I don't think that necessarily is even her supporting him. I think it's just kind of like a family thing, right? Like, like, my mother's child, like this I'm is my mother's child. Like, no, yeah, I think I, her I mom agree. might have even been like, imagine you being a millionaire in the family, your brother is in prison, like prison, prison, and you know, it's like your mom probably begging you, like, I don't want him to be in prison with all the convicts. Please, Nikki, please, you're gonna do it for your mom. Yeah. And, and that's just what it is. Like, you're gonna do it for your mom if if nothing else. So it's just kind of like, I think that that needs to stop being used as an argument to Nikki's character. And she's already spoken about Kenneth's. Um, what's it called? His criminal record with the alleged rape and what that was. So I think for people to keep trying to make it seem like she just supports sexual abuse is like, let's stop it. The barbs are hilarious, boy. I tell you. Well, I can't really. I can't. I won't, okay, won't so so do you believe that Meek put his hands on her? I truthfully do not know what to believe in that case. I, I, I cannot say. Like I cannot say that. Like. You know, I'm like, Meek seem like the type, but I don't know that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, who knows? Like, me, my thing is also Meek trying to act like he holier than now because cause Jay helped him get out of prison. Like, now he's trying to act like he a civilized <laughs> nigga. Why does that make him but see? That's, but that's how he's trying to see, act like I'm a civilized that, nigga because me and Jay rock, to, rock together. Like, but that's how he's acting. I I totally disagree with that. What do you disagree the with? The man had a situation, a legal situation that has been following him for, what, over 10 years, Right. He finally gets the support that he deserved because he shouldn't have been going through that situation for as long as he has. Now that it's over, he's actually trying to be uh, a beacon of light, a positive influence <laughs> to people that are dealing with those same circumstances. He has the, the help from people like Jay Homeboy, who owns the Sixers, and a bunch of other people who have that influence. Why does that make him holier than thou for trying to make a real change? I mean, no, I mean, it is what it is. You tried to minimize it. I'm not trying to minimize it. You know what? Go off Yeah, me. but anyway, Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj, yeah, hopefully they end it. That's what it is. <laughs> Let's go into future, you know, future. You know how we feel about future. Future ain't shit. Now, future's oldest son is possibly facing 20 years in prison for gang activity, hmm. which is pretty... Um, he is 17, 17 years old. His name is Jacoby, and he has been involved in a massive gang grind-up of arrest and is facing major time. Um, he was arrested last month on charges including criminal gang activity, criminal trespass, and the altering of the altered ID of a firearm. So basically trying to scratch off the serial number Ooh, on the gun. Oh, he a real... Exactly. So he's facing, uh, like facing 5 to 20 years. Um, so he is active on social media. People do know that this is his future son, but he has discussed how, and his mother has discussed how, um, I guess the absence and the neglect of future in his life has made him, has had a negative impact on him emotionally. Wow. So, um, future's neglect of their son and failing to maintain a meaningful, loving relationship with him has caused him to suffer from emotional and behavioral issues. Um, his mom also took him to court many years ago for child support so that, you know, that could pay for therapy sessions. But as we all know, Future is shitty, and he's not fully active. And this is what his... He has, like, six, seven kids now? I think that it is the... You know, we all joke about his toxicity, but I do think it is time as a public that we press Future on being a father because... Being a solid man, like, like, this, this is really, like... 
this is the impact in, of what we're seeing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we see baby future Sierra's son, and we're like, oh, whatever, whatever. But that's clearly of the influence of uh, Russell Wilson. Obviously. Right? Because all the other baby mothers and whatever are all complaining about the all same thing. All suing him, and all I, doing DNA tests. Yeah, and I think for him to be as successful as he is, as prominent as he is, to get away with being... Uh, um, you know, an uh, unfit father is is just not right. Here's this out. Right. So Future was giving her sixteen hundred dollars a month, claiming he six hundred dollars a month, claiming that he's only making sixteen thousand a month. And clearly, you know, just her, the baby mom's name is Jessica, and she was like, he's lying and saying that he is bringing up to fifty thousand dollars a month that he is hiding. So you know, with this whole child support thing, it is possible for you to hide your income, right? Um, That's but it's like to just pay sixteen hundred dollars. What is sickening. that compared to what you make? You need to just get a vasectomy. Why won't you get a vasectomy? Simple. No, seriously. Like, like, like I mean, you judging you for being a hoe. Be a hoe. Because you you're still gonna ejaculate. You just it's yeah. just not gonna be no active sperm. sperm. Period. Yeah. Just so like, just why get a vasectomy? Do what you gotta do. But you know, I feel like men also don't like getting vasectomy because it takes away their manhood. To them, man, what she called? Come on, it's not like you. you I feel like it makes them feel not like they're shooting. They're shooting out like empty shit. So it makes them feel like oh, so they want pistols and not BB guns. I mean, hey, I guess. Or maybe he's just still waiting for the white one, you know, the, the wife to fully load it all out on. <laughs> okay, Lori Harvey, we're waiting on you. Right, right. So, so with all that being said, why do you think all of these women still deal with future? Actually, that's a very good question. I He's definitely be a charming ass nigga for all we know. Of course, I feel toxic guys tend to be charming. They do, they do have they this do. sweet side. Toxic and then, of course, he is cute. rich. Sweet. Of course he's rich. So it is a two-way thing. It is, especially his recent baby mama. Like, you know he he has five kids. He just got out the shit with um, Sierra, and he's a shitty-ass dude. But you still decided to sleep with him raw, right? But mm. it takes two to make a baby. Everybody think they're going to be the one until they're not the one. Exactly. It That's takes it. two to make Everybody the baby, you know? It. So, I mean, we don't know the conversation that they had behind doors. If, you know, they were like, you know what? We're going to go raw, and whatever happens, happens. Or if she says she's on birth control, or use condom, or condom broke, whatever the case may be. But it takes two to make a baby. And it's like, this is like his sixth, seventh time go around. So even him as an individual, a woman cannot impregnate, impregnate herself, you know? So you as a man... With the penis and the sperm, you should be a little bit more careful. You should know how this thing works. You should know how in- industry holes work. You know what I mean? So it's really no excuse to me. In the words of Cardi B, basura. <laughs> we used to stay talking about Cardi B. I know, right? Everything oh, is basura. Man. All trash. All right, so let's get into some global news really quick. Um, as you guys know, we're some Niger babes, and right now in Nigeria, there is an Okada ban. So for those of you that don't know what an Okada is, it's essentially um, a form of transportation um, that kind of uses like motorcycles to, um, you know, like a taxi service, essentially. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it is. So in the popular city of Lagos, you know what I mean, they're basically trying to enforce the ban in an attempt to get rid of traffic and kind of like regulate the city and do stuff like that. But this has really um, caused a complete uproar in Lagos. So right now it says Lagos Governor Babajide Samuel Olu has assured Lagosians who have had to walk long distances and been queuing at bus stations um, to catch overpriced buses to work that he can feel their pains. A ban on the operations of commercial uh, motorcycles, a.k.a. Okada, was um, kicked off on February 1st and has left many legations fuming and raining curses on the governor. Um, basically, there has been multiple protests about it because essentially it's kind of like a cheaper way to get to work. Um, there's something in Baltimore called a hack. And what a hack is, is like 
people who have cars, just regular people who have cars, um, and they might like park somewhere and just be like, I'll give you a ride somewhere, and you know, like like a like a carpool, but without the Uber. It's kinda like an under yeah. under the table service like that. And that's similar to how the Okada is, right? So it's kind of like this is not only a lot of people's source of income. Um, but it's also how a lot of people get to work because like buses are expensive or, or buses don't go to everywhere. It's not like, you know, it's not like I'm catching the 12 straight down Roosevelt. You know what I mean? It's, it's not exactly in that same type of realm. So this has been like a really conflicting thing and Lagos is such a big city and it's growing by yeah. the year. So it's, 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 like, it's conflicting. So with the Arcada thing, so it's both Arcada and Kakena Pep. Kakena Pep are like tricycles as well. They're like mm. a, a small, smaller bus, but like with three tires. So it's also, you know, the mode of transportation. And it's like, the you know, besides the traffic reason to ban it, it's also to, they also ban it because a lot of accidents happen, right? Yeah. Where, you know, they, yeah. the Arcada drivers, they either hit people's cars or, you know, they may not have a helmet for their passengers. And they get in an accident and things happen to the passengers, you know, things of that nature. So I do get it, but it's like, I feel like Nigeria, this is one of our problems. Like, if you want to ban something, make sure there's a solution. solution Don't do it. a radical ban out of nowhere. It has to be a gradual thing, you know? Yeah. Do it neighborhood by neighborhood. Do it bus stop by bus stop. Because they're also like bus stop and uh, yeah. Okada stops where like they'll do park and people could go and get there. So many complaints is the fact that now the commute of people to work is double what it double. already was. Exactly. Because what Lagos is 21 million people in Lagos. Okay. Wow. 21 million people in Lagos. And that's one city. And yeah. exactly. And Lagos right. is listed uh-huh. as like the third most stressful city in the world. And Lagos that's is stressful. No, Lagos <laughs> is a stressful So I, listen, I feel like this is going to make stressful. shit just a little bit more stressful. And uh, uh, a guy did mention how now he has to pay five times his regular fare to get to work, you know, because Uber is expensive. Uber is expensive here. So let alone in Nigeria, Uber is expensive in Nigeria as well, too. So it's like, okay, okay, you're trying to get rid of traffic, but what is the solution? You, are, you guys are taking away jobs from these people. So what are they going to do? Because many people, even college graduate, they do Okada. They drive Okada as your means. That's, that's how they take care of the family. So what's that, what's that going to do? Exactly. And then think about the workers, too. Now they're in traffic for hours. They're not getting to work on time because there's no Okada. Because Okada, it being on a motorcycle, It'd be you like could go through, the, you know, through the traffic yeah. and get to work on time. So now that bigger issue is there. So what is the solution? You know, they should already have... Like, a solid plan. Because overall, this is a public health issue. This is not just a transportation issue. Because this affects people's life. So what is the plan, you know? what is? I know they say they're um, thinking of um, bringing in um, trains. Because Nigeria did Nigeria used, used to have used trains. Used to have trains. But after mm-hmm. a while, it was just only used for transportation of goods. Mm-hmm. But it's not used as transportation, a mode of transportation for the people, right? So now they said a state has funded a light rail transport system, which was first announced in 2015 and is not expected to be operational until 2022. What the fuck? How, how y'all gonna stop something and something not operational? To 2022, 2022, and then you ban uh, motorcycles. How are people supposed to make money? How are you supposed to get around? Yeah. So th- it doesn't make sense, you know? And yeah. now they're saying they're introducing, like, new ferries and new smaller buses. But it's like, make sure those are already working. Those are already available for people to use. And then gradually ban it. Not just exactly. an instant gradual thing. It doesn't exactly. make sense to me. I don't get why they're doing it. I get it, but at the same time, it's like, make sure it's a solid plan before you do things like that. Um, but yeah, that's it for our global news. To so bring you a little upbeat, um, Hot Girl Mag was caught this weekend being a hot girl with G Easy. Girl. Uh, and you know, G Easy is white boy rapper, cokehead. We all know him, you know. He he gets. He liked the black, black he baby, likes, though. You know what he, he likes? likes his prom he likes female rappers because they give him hints. 
That's what he likes. I think he likes black girls in general too. Ah, uh, yeah, you know, to a degree. I think you know he 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 subscribes to that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, but Meg said that it's nothing going she said, on. We not fucking. I think Meg was just drunk. G Easy was there, and it was just. And a I think it's just for social media shit, like yeah. publicity to be a like, oh, see what people shit. are gonna yeah, say. It's just, it's like, you know, if you think about it, Meg hasn't been quiet since she's been popping. And it's like, not to say that her steam is dying down, but it's also like, it's not summer. So right. the whole hot girl summer thing is kind it's of over. like, yeah. it's dying yeah. down. Um, you know, I don't know what the fuck she doing in school. So, and I don't think that's... What you mean? No, I'm what just saying, I don't, know that's, uh, I don't know if that's interesting enough for people to be... I mean, I would as like, uh, you know, exactly. Oh yeah, she. And that's what I'm saying. It's like I don't think that she's in her last year. She's in her last like semester, I even think. So, so it's like I think that that part is healthcare administration. That's what she majors. I don't know what specific school she goes to, but healthcare administration is. Yeah, I don't think that part is interesting enough to people for them to be involved. So I think it just kind of keeps. So it's like a publicity. It keeps. It keeps it. You know, people talking. uh, You know, like with the whole Trey Songz thing. Exactly. You know, it's just like little stuff that keeps Meg relevant. Do you think our artists, with the magnitude of a Meg, Megan Thee Stallion, has to do, act like really has to do those kind of moves for I publicity? Don't, I don't think so, you know, because that's. But then again, I don't know how it is actually being in the industry, because you know, I also do feel like you know, their managers and like the record labels may tell them to do certain things to keep their name going in the media, to be in the shade room, you know, to create conversation, so that when they drop their next little single to keep or feature, exactly, yeah. people be like, oh yeah, people remember her, you know. I don't think it's necessary because I I don't feel like she needs that. I At least not now. I, I mean, that still all of us are also we were able to be of the age where we didn't have social media. You know what I mean? Like our stars' relevance was in. In their art and the things they put out. So we, being of our generation, have acknowledged that Megan Thee Stallion has enough talent to just put out music and will tune in because she has proved herself right, right. musically. But I think for a lot of other gener- you know, people and generation stuff, it's kind of like if we don't also see you popping on social media, People then it doesn't add to you. your brand. Yeah. Like, we can't just be like, all you do is put out music. Like, I don't know shit about you. Like, that isn't enough for a lot of people. Yeah. There's always a new artist coming out. So always. the same way you have that 15 minute of fame, it's the same way, like, we'll easily forget about you and that goes to somebody else. Yeah. Right. You know, so I guess that could play a role, but I don't know. I didn't like it. It wasn't cute to me, you know. Yeah, I just, I, just, I just felt like, her, like, girl, he touching you too hard you for like y'all not to be white? Not because he's white. I felt like he was just touching her a little too hard for it to be kicky. I don't key. like him being white, mm. but I just didn't like Because I didn't like with the whole Trey Song thing either, too. You know, I didn't. I know that it wasn't as yeah. deep as this one, yeah. but it's just like, okay, why? You know, and people are going to talk regardless. And I, a part of me does not want them to see her in that light. Like, she's out there like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I think that is... Wait, we got to go to our Olodo of the week. Well, we're not quite an Olodo yet. We're not? We got to talk about Monique's oh, open true. letter My bad. to Oprah. Ah, so, um, you know, so y'all know Oprah and Monique have had a long-standing I feel like them near five years now. Since Precious. Since Precious, yeah. 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 Um, and, you know, if y'all don't know the background of that beef, basically, Monique was blackballed because she ain't want to do press for Precious so she's difficult internationally. To work and then they all started talking about she was difficult to work with. I don't even know how Oprah got involved in that, but that that's that. So, anyway, this week on social media, Monique... Um, put out an open letter to Oprah that says, Dear Oprah, I felt compelled to write you this open letter after observing the disparity in the way that you seem to treat people who were accused in the same allegations. You did an 
interview on the CBS Morning Show and were asked about Harvey Weinstein by Nora O'Donnell. And you said, as it pertained to him, that you always try to look at the rainbow in the clouds, whatever the silver lining. You also said, if we make this all about Harvey Weinstein, then we have lost the moment. When you either are or were going to be a part of the documentary on Michael Jackson and Russell Simmons, how was that not making it all about them? Interestingly, Brother MJ was acquitted and deceased, so how is he not off limits? Russell and Harvey are accused of the same thing, so in fairness, how do you not support the accusers of both as you said you did with Russell Simmons? Or you did look for the silver lining in both like you said you did for Harvey Weinstein? The only difference between the two is their skin color, and doesn't Harvey Weinstein have more accusers? My personal experience with you is that you've watched me as a black woman be accused of being difficult for not promoting Precious internationally for Lionsgate at Lionsgate. Tyler Perry and your request, despite the fact that my deal was with Lee Daniels Entertainment. And how are you for black women when you hear Tyler on audio saying I was right and he was going to speak up, but you or him still haven't said a word? When I was 16 and I meet you at your local show in Baltimore, I told you I wanted to be just like you when I grew up. You responded, you have to work really hard. My 16-year-old self didn't know that you and your silence in the face of wrongdoing would make my life harder. Lastly, please consider standing by the people who are right and not just the right people. Love you to life, Monique. I think that's, that's, I feel like that's really deep. She said it all. You yes. know, and you know, she also came from a mature, positive stance too, which I really do appreciate. Yeah. So it wasn't like she like wasn't. It was shady as fuck. I mean, of course they're shade, but it's factual shade, though. You know what I mean? Mm. Like you know, and then it is. She did come come up to her at a. I feel like it's a polite, mature manner. You know, she ain't call out her name. She, she ain't do Snoop Dogg shit. The shit Snoop Dogg is doing right now. Snoop, you know what I'm saying? Snoop Dogg is going in on, on Oprah and hey, Gara right now. She already told Oprah to suck her dick a couple years ago. So I mean, right, a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did that because it was warranted. I think that Monique just has been um, consistent with her messaging and you can't do nothing but respect that because from Jump, even when it was unpopular to say that Oprah is tweaking and she has an anti-black rhetoric, she has been saying it. And I think that in this specific moment, she's been able to be a little bit redeemed because we're now really seeing Seeing what she's talking about. Exactly. you know, and I think that, it, you know, people were saying, oh, she didn't have to bring it to herself. But I felt like, no, she did. Because part of part of what she'd been saying is that she used this to blackball me from the industry. Right. And y'all been trying to make it seem like I'm just a bitch. And I'm telling y'all what y'all are now seeing. Exactly. Which is facts. Similar to Nicki Minaj. How? How? That's I'm, a different topic. I I'm just waiting on her redemption. Well, shit, I'm waiting too. Keep waiting. I hope you buy the album. <laughs> no, she be tripping by. You know, she definitely, I, I definitely every album, yeah, except when she be doing pop. That's not really my thing. Okay, but for sure. But you know, this is a good segue into our Lodo of the week. Yes. So our Lodo of the week. Let's introduce that right quick. An Lodo, somebody who is a dumbass, stupid, makes poor decisions, comparable to a donkey. Oh Lodo, Rabata. Oh, Lodo of the week is none other than Oprah's right hand gal. Which is like the donkey, the slow person for the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we know she did an interview. She did an interview with Lisa Leslie this week. Um, and basically, um, she basically came at Kobe Bryant's head. Now, this Lodo is a little 
it's a little deep this week, so I'll just play a little bit of a snippet of some of what the question Gail has said. His legacy is complicated because of a sexual assault charge, which was dismissed in 2003, 2004. Is it complicated for you as a woman, as a WNBA player? It's not complicated for me at all. Even if there's a few times that we've been at a club at the same time, Kobe's not the kind of guy, never been like, you know, Lisa, go get that girl or tell her or send her this. I have other NBA friends that are like that. Mm-hmm. Kobe's, he, he was never like that. I just never see, have ever seen him being the kind of person that would be, do something to violate a woman or be aggressive in that way. I, that's just not the person that I know. But Lisa, you wouldn't see it though. As his friend, you wouldn't see it. And that's possible. Mm-hmm. I just, it's just, I just don't, I just don't believe that. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying things didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that things didn't happen with force. Is it even a fair question to talk about it, considering he, it's been said? So, uh, yeah. so that is some of what um, Gail King said in that interview with Lisa Leslie. Um, and you know, social media has been in uproar about it. Um, people like Lil Boosie and Snoop Dogg have yeah. said their piece <laughs> about how they feel about it. So let's bring it to cross culture. How do can, y'all feel? Can about we start it? by saying I feel like Les, um, Lisa Leslie she handled it and answered the questions very, very well. Yes, you know yes, yes, yes. Because yes, I also she do like very the eloquently. fact that you know she also just said, "Hey, I wasn't there. I'm not saying that." I, she said that it probably happened or it didn't happen. Like, I wasn't there. However, this is not the person I know. This is not my experience with him. You know what I mean? He's not that type of guy. So even if it possibly happened, I can't talk about that. You know? And obviously, Gail was trying to push on other topic. Because she was like, well, obviously, you, you know? wouldn't know. Because you weren't there. And no shit. Neither were you there, Gail. So what the fuck is the point of this conversation? It's like, it, it just seemed like you were trying to tarnish his image. Reach. Yeah, you were trying to tarnish his image. You don't want it to be celebrated. You don't want his legacy to be celebrated. You wanted to add that that dirt to it. That's how he came off. It's completely inappropriate. Yeah, he just died. Like, he, he how many weeks ago? He hasn't even been, been buried. He, girl, we haven't, we haven't had a memorial. It's been a week, six, seven, eight days since yes. the tragic passing of this man with his daughter. I think it's it's tasteless and tacky of any journalist to bring up that rape Very allegation so. in the midst of his passing. Kobe, that, that rape allegation happened a very long time 2003, ago. 2003, 2004. And Kobe has been relevant a lot since then. So since. if they really wanted to bring it up and say that he don't deserve the accolades and the accolations he's got, you could have brought it up when it's he like was... It's like you could have had so many interviews while he was yeah, alive. Like, right now that he's dead that you want to bring this it, up. It's like when he won his Oscar, you could have brought it up. When he was leaving the game and retiring, you could have brought it up. Heck, when his wife had a new baby, which is just seven just months ago, you could have brought, brought up, up. Like, oh, as a dad. Yeah. You know, you come on other girl. Girl, dad, you know, y'all could have said all type of shit, but this isn't the time. So as we know, Snoop Dogg is going in on it. Oh, I'm sorry. I want to say something. Go ahead. No, I, I was I was just going to ask the question because, like, we see this over and over again. I wanted mm-hmm. to ask you two ladies. Do you think that there is an actual agenda <laughs> to... Why are you ready to to essentially tarnish and destroy black, the image of the black man in media. And I, I before you okay. even answer, I ask that specifically mm. because we usually see it done by way of, of black women. Black women. Mm. Ah. And so I'm curious because now at this point it's becoming a pattern mm. that I think that it's kind of hard to not recognize 
And I just want to get your your YouTube's input on the, or at least what you think on the intention behind what we see. Go ahead. I think we pod. Um. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. Um. You know, I don't. I I don't want to call it an agenda. Mm. I do think that black men are going to be on display by black women because we're in the community, right? And it's really not like a, you know, to the outsider, it's like a black woman coming at black men, but within ourselves, it's just women talking about men. And it's, you know, men talk about women in that same light. I don't think that we do it more than y'all. I think that um, when women do it, we're just more critical because when men do it to women, they say superficial things like, bitches be wearing wigs, y'all be wearing makeup, y'all bodies is fake. Y'all say it about things that are superficial where women bring critique to things that are tangible and have, have and more weight mm-hmm. um, because this is how women think. No shade, no tea. So... Right. I don't think it's it's specifically an agenda. I wouldn't call it an agenda, but I do say I do think with the rise of women having a voice, um, black women falling into the category of women, we're gonna use our voice to hold black men accountable because they're the men that we deal with. I think that it definitely is an agenda. Now I don't know to say if the agenda is by black women. You know, the black women that do speak out against black men, I don't think in their mind it is to be like, oh, we're going to, you know, be against black men and, you know, mess up their image in the media. But I do think it's an agenda by America, by the government, by the police, by the law system, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, the issue with this situation with Gail and Oprah is the fact that we've seen them criticize Many black men, quite a few black men who have been accused for sexual molestation, rape, abuse, whatever. But, you know, the way they hold them accountable, you know, the way that they're blaming them or with the interview and stuff, they're not holding that, they're not having that same energy with the white counterparts, the white right? Counterparts. The yeah. white men yeah. who are obviously doing the same thing even way more. Like Harvey, he has way more accusers than Russell Simmons, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So the issue, I think that's, that's what we are all mad about, you know? It's not about the fact that, oh, did he abuse somebody? Did anyone abuse anyone or not? Like Bill Cosby, like we all know he did the shit, whether or not people want to believe it or not. But it's the fact that, okay... You are accusing Bill Cosby, Russell Simmons, Michael Jackson, now Kobe, Harvey. We see pictures with you and Harvey. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, this is obviously your close friend or something. Yeah, like if you're against sexual, if you're against sexual crime, you be against sexual crime. I don't understand why you. Now that that is, I feel like some sort of hidden agenda. But you know, Gail has come out and said that it is. Um, she blames it on the network. She says that the network released the clip in, a, in an attempt to be salacious and provoking. But nonetheless, it ha- that part happened, though. Even if that was yes, the only part that was released. it happened. I get you it. You said it. You said you it, said it you And you pushed it. Super, you ain't just asking. You pushed it. It's super convenient to blame it on the network It's like, what is that going to change? Exactly. After you did it. You know what I'm saying? That shit clearly happened. So I know, like, people are saying that, you know, there's another comment about how... Um, so what do you guys think about um, Snoop Dogg's approach to this? The way Loved he's criticizing it. her. I think Snoop, Snoop's it. taking it super personal. He's still super hurt that Kobe passed yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that 
You know, him calling her a bitch was strong, but... You call her a dog-faced a ass, dog-faced ass, 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 ass. Now, bogus. I don't think he should call her that because two wrongs don't make a right, and what is that going to do? You know what I mean? That's, that's not putting you in a positive light. I do think he has a right to criticize her and talk about the situation, but then you also just calling her, oh, this and that. What's that going to solve? It's, now it's just like black on black. Black men saying shit about black women. Black women saying shit about black men. Are we helping each other out by doing that? Not really. Yeah, I think um, Lamont Mark was the one who said that you know just last week guys was claiming girl dads which is supposed to be like an affirmation mm-hmm. of femininity and then for us to support um, Snoop calling her a dog face bitch is kind of like anti what we was just supporting. So it's like girl but, dad is it just because you have you have your own listen, dog I'm be real. To? I don't think the two I think the, the two are not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. I think that you can love and celebrate women and femininity and you know girlhood and also know that Gail is a dog face bitch for that. Oh. I I purposely you know what I'm saying like I, I don't just, agree with that. Like I think you know if I'm to say like the politically correct thing it's like no you know that's fucked up to say I think I mean it was harsh but it's kind of like you you a dog for saying for really t- taking 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 this moment and then you gonna ask his friend she's grieving exactly. close that friend was yeah. the real love, love yeah. she literally yeah. was the female Laker like yeah. just Legit. as famous as Kobe and Shaq yeah. was for the NBA mm-hmm. Lisa Leslie was that for the WNBA yeah. LA, and, for sure. and for you to ask her that on the heels of some of her real friend. Why are you asking her this? Close it's friend. Do with her. friend. Yeah. It don't got nothing to do with her. If we have an Elisa Leslie interview, let's have a Lisa Leslie interview. That, that was that was salacious. Yeah, I you talking about the, the the network. That was salacious. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, the network doesn't make up those questions. Exactly. You know like you asked us, we as, saw as, you as a journalist. Like I feel like there should be a little bit more of a, a respect for the the news that they cover, especially as it pertains to our community in these situations like that. So she definitely thought this was fun to be like the R. Kelly moment. And we we was fun to champion her. But speaking of which though, you know, Bill Cosby who in prison, Allegedly, uh, I don't because at this point he was talking about they brought him to a gated community and placed him inside his penthouse. They didn't win, nor did they silence me. Uh, anyway, Bill Cosby tweeted Snoop to basically thank him for protecting him, and I think that um, protecting him? I, I think for protecting him or standing up for him in the case of this Weinstein versus Cosby thing, and I think that's a conversation that we need to have, right? Mm-hmm. Because people think that when we hold um, people like Oprah and Gail accountable for their relationship with Weinstein were saying that Cosby is innocent. And I don't think people under- necessarily understand the conversation mm-hmm. that we're trying to have. Like, I think the conversation is that in the criminal system, black people are held more accountable for the same crimes of white people. And here we have Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein who are of um, equal magnitude for a very similar heinous crime against women. And Harvey Weinstein is being like cradled through it while Mm. Bill Cosby was dragged through the mud. And I think that's what we're saying, that it was hard for us to place our legend in jail. Mm -hmm. It was hard for us to do that to Bill Cosby. I kind of disagree. Okay, go on. Because in my opinion... I think that what made it easy for to see Bill Cosby go to jail was the fact that the court of public opinion already judged him before he was actually sentenced. Right. Meaning that when we look... And, like, social media is very powerful. Like, Definitely. motherfuckers have to really be mindful about these words that we use and these notions that we kind of all cling to and we create these, like... 
these like group think tanks, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, based upon the moment of what's happening. And one of the things that I remember about Bill Cosby was that there was many of us, black people, men and women, that were for Bill Cosby going to jail. I wasn't, mm-hmm. but... I wasn't either because for me, there wasn't enough evidence to say that he did exactly what he did, especially in that time period. I I think that's a very big thing and not to get too deep into this, but I do think that we do need to consider the time of what that was happening and how deep Quaaludes and Pill So are you saying like it was a culture for it to... I think, and that's what I'm saying, I think that we we have to account for the things that are cultural. It's almost like, I'm not saying slavery was right, but a lot of niggas that enslaved people got away with it because that was the culture of that time. Got it. That's what it was. Doing that, like, you know, putting pills into women's drinks, it was a culture back then. Yeah, I mean, it should not be. Don't get me wrong. I think the thing is that, not that he shouldn't be punished, but if he's going to be punished for it, then his his mates should be punished for it. Exactly. It's like Bill Cosby was not the only one. One that did it. Quaaludes was not. Quaaludes. It's like fucking Quaaludes. Like, these are deep ass, strong ass pills, Jesus. I just know it's hard to judge something that happened 30 years ago. Yeah, like in the 70s and 80s. Especially coming from someone who waited. 20, 30 years to be like, oh, you did this to me. And at a point in time in the culture where it was like, at that point in time, I didn't have to slip nothing in your drink. You wanted to take the, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it was a right. part of the culture. Just how motherfuckers today pop pills and, and we love that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For some of us, not all. And I think that this is a great way to go into our topic. Yeah, I was about to say, girl, let's get into the Because I think that oh, we definitely shit. need to start talking. So our topic for the week is Games men play. We trying to fuck up y'all Valentine's Day. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Break up with him now, okay? No. Okay, games men play. So it we've all been through it. We've all experienced this shit. Now, being done, we like, we hip to the shit. Now we be playing yes, games, okay? Yes. So we, Ain't like, nobody we, can play me at this point. We like, okay, sure. we done hit our grown. Sure. We done hit the grown mm-hmm. women's fans sure. where I I'm know I'm playing it. the same game. That's why I fall from grace irritated me. Because I'm like, if you fall a real, oh, that Tyler okay. Perry movie. Because I was like, if you a real grown woman, some She's shit, dumb. you know, you got grown woman senses. She's I'm finally insecure. there. I got that you know, grown woman instinct. I know you niggas game. But let's get into it. Games men play. First of all, let's start with the question that all women will ask. Why? Why do men play games? Why? First off, before I even begin talking, I just want everybody who can hear my voice to know that this is a setup. It's not no setup. (laughs) (laughs) They have a gang of questions that I'm not prepared for, but we're going to go ahead. But let's start with what do we find as games? What are games? When we say men play games, what are we referring to as that? Mmm... Okay, so the games that men really play is that men play mind games. They, mm-hmm. you know, when when Jordan... Why are you looking like that? Jordan, women don't play mind games. We're talking about men. The topic is men. Okay. Jordan okay. Sparks said in No Air, oh, why you got me out <laughs> in the water care. so deep? Okay. That's what it is. It's like you got me out in the water so deep Seven with no sh- air. <laughs> That's how it is with Seven men. It's like you, you, you put me here. You say, "Come on, it's okay. The water's cool." But now mm-hmm. I'm at twelve feet, and here you are, the only one with the life set. You gonna be you like, ain't "You know how to swim?" I you did. Got out there? You told me you would help me float. You told me I, I, I'll be your what's your lifeguard. You said you was gonna be there. Okay, be my lifeguard, my support system. But then you gonna let me out, leave me out in the water, just drowning. And you watch me like, so well, deep. we ain't boyfriend and girlfriend anyway. Why'd you go further in the water? You saw I'm standing there. You see what we're talking about? What do we do? You see what we're talking about? Last of accountability. This is what we're trying to create excuses. No, but really, real talk. First question, why are men afraid of commitment? I don't think that men are afraid of commitment. I think that 
men would like to, and, and you know what? Let me just speak for myself because I can't speak for all men. I am Rashad Nasir, and I'm not afraid of commitment. I just know that I want commitment on my time when I'm ready for commitment. What does that mean? It means exactly what I said. I'm it's, ready it's time for he's it wait, on, when he's ready, that's when it's time. Go. Hey. Meaning, that, meaning that, for instance, right? Let's say, let's say me and me and Mona have a thing, right? Mm. And she's like, <laughs> and she's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not really fucking with you, Baze, until you know you're ready to commit. Mm. And at this stage of my life, I'm not gonna have you under no illusion. That I am. I'm not about to run a game on you. Okay. Like I am. Just like how I do most women that I interact with now. That's not what I'm on. If I, if one, if I don't even feel that vibe or that connection that you're even worth Mm -hmm. that kind of time from me, I'm going to be rather explicit about now I'm good. Okay. So basically. And I'm not going to do anything because you want me to do it. Right. Got it. You know what I'm saying? So basically, you're saying right now, as of right now, you're not you're not in the mindset to play games. But back when you did play games, mm-hmm. okay, because obviously you played games in the past. Mm-hmm. Why did you play games? So let's be clear. I'm a 28 year old man. Mm. All right. So <laughs> we can go back to games, right? 21, mm. 18. Mm. 25. 25, 26. Even 25. Even 25, being in my 20s. 28 in March. Why why should I, if I'm not looking for that. Looking for what? Commitment? If I'm not looking for a commitment, if I don't want to commit, why do you feel the need to even ask that of me? You know, I think that's the thing, though. We get that. I, I feel like, you know, we women, we feel like, you know, that... Men can be honest with us. Maybe it's just us tweaking. Maybe men feel like women cannot take honesty. But, you know, there are some women that obviously... I feel like... More, let me finish yeah, I feel sure. like there are obviously think. some women who are, you know, acting like, hey, I'm going to play this game with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You just want to fuck around. You just want to chill, Netflix and chill. Whatever it is you want to do, I'm down for it because I don't want commitment. I don't want the same... You know, we're on the same page. So why not go for those women who are on the same page with you, but you guys would intentionally go for a woman who is who's obviously not the playing game type who obviously wants to be in a relationship then you guys go for her and mess up mentally and say all oh, this false dreams she obviously i want to be together but you be like oh no this and that, that you know so it's like why go for those who are not in the same mindset that you have i can't speak for that because i'm not are you in saying that stage so are you saying life? all the other times you play games it was a woman who were also playing games too I first off, I don't go up to women and be like, "You playing the same game I'm playing." Okay, like, so so here it go. Okay, this she is my thing. Come with it. She gonna this, smoke no, me. because this is my thing with guys. <laughs> I think that men go into into situations with women having expectations that they cannot meet. Of course, I think that men don't like a lot of or men. Women having expectations. No, that no, men no, no. I think that men. I think that men go into relationships or situations saying this is a good girl. I like her. Yes. She has the qualities. But then when they're with that woman, she has she has expectations that that man cannot meet. I just said that. So the right, woman. Right. Hold on. No, 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 no. The woman is the one to have the expectation. But but when I have the expectation, a man will do what he thinks needs to be done to have the illusion that I can meet that expectation. 
expectation. But when the, the reality that I cannot meet the expectation comes, they start trying to renege like we in spades. They, okay. they start trying to renege and say, uh-oh, she wants too much from me. She's asking for things that I don't, I don't think I'm ready for. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that's when men start to play games. That's when men try to forcibly get you to break up with them so they don't look like the But it's like you knew the kind of one I was before you got with me, though. They know. But men don't know the man they are before they get with you. I, Let's hey, talk about it. Let's talk about it. I like that. Men sometimes, don't know who they are. Sometimes, I don't think women, I don't think y'all know who the fuck y'all are when y'all be dealing with Why you's mad? You, man, you said the fuck we are. I mean, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm just being real. So, so, so like how how old are you? Twenty six. You're twenty six. Okay. <laughs> are you dating right now? No. Okay. What is the age range of the men that you date right now? If I was dating, the age range would be between twenty six and thirty one, thirty two. Okay. I'm gonna ask you two questions. Why that age range? I like um, to deal with older men because I think that men that are older um, have more established in their life and they are not in that phase where they think they have to play the field more. Okay, I'm going to ask you three questions. So, okay. what does it mean to play the field? What I think that? I think that men have this inherent feeling that they cannot let their youth go without sleeping with as many women they as possible. So, if on. they do, if they if they commit to one woman too early, they're going to always have this incessant feeling of I have not slept with as many women as I possibly could have. Or I'm missing out. Okay, cool. So, when you were 18 and 21. Right. Did you have that same mindset and perspective about relationship and what you want from your man? Yes. Okay. That's usually where the problem begins. Oh. Because you're a fucking child. You're, or I'm not even telling you, you're a young woman who just started to experience life and then you have the audacity to ask another 18 to 20 whatever year old man to say, hey, that wasn't the question. The question exactly. was, the question was, did I have that mindset? So the, so the mindset of yes, older men should be more established. No, and more, but I'm talking about asking of that from a younger. What am man. I asking of? Because you didn't ask me. What do I ask from? Okay, man. okay, okay, okay. No, well, you, you asked. I asked you the question of when you were younger. Did you have that mindset? What's the mindset? The question was, the same why do I date an older have, man? The same mindset of the expectations of a man. Did you have that thought process when you were 18 and 21 years old? This thing, I knew men. When I was 18 and 21, I knew that men was going to try to shoot the shit. But quite frankly, I was trying to shoot the shit. I wasn't trying to be married at 18 or 21. Okay, cool. Right. But my point is saying that you women have a tendency to get with men in certain age brackets, especially in their 20s, and have this, and what I would say, an illusion sometime, as if this motherfucker is actually ready for the things that you want going into the next stage of your life. So, and <laughs> Wait, before you speak. I think that before we even get to that point from a woman's perspective, not even to speak on behalf of y'all, but I think that there needs to be a certain moment to really investigate where a person is in their life to really gauge them. What kind of experiences have you had? Mm. What have you accomplished? How have you failed? Because of course a motherfucker is only going to tell you what they're going to tell you to get where they're trying to go. Mm. And that is the point we're trying to make. You just said it right there. And then of course, as an 18 year old, you know, of course, 
as a sensible 18-year-old, you know that as a woman, your fellow 18-year-old guy is not going to have... He's not going to be the most right. financially stable, have the cars, have the whatever, the security that you're looking for when you get to that age. We get it. Like, come on, we've all been there for how long now? Exactly. We get it. But the question is, why do men play games? We ain't talking about mindsets or whatever. We're talking about why are games being played? You so you... No, no, you listen. Listen, that, you, made, no, you made a comment. You made a comment saying... What did he say that he just said? Take his time. <laughs> <laughs> He said that a man is going to say what he needs to say to get, to get what he, what he, he wants. So that's what we're saying. It's like, you guys, I mean, yes, let's say we're both 18 year olds. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. As 18 year old, I'm not expecting you to marry me today or tomorrow. I'm not expecting you to, to buy a house already or to even have a vehicle. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. But even, let's grind and grow together. But at the same time, if you approach me as a man. Grind and grow together. Yes, let's do that. Grinding and growing, meaning that are you funny. ready? Are you ready to go through the bullshit though? And that, what, that comes and, with and, let, and let's be specific. What are you friends to as bullshit? Everyone has bullshit. What we is have, bullshit? We all have down moments. About, we all have. On, let's be clear. Well, I'm bullshit. He clearly talking about cheating. He clearly talking about cheating. I'm not talking about cheating. I'm not talking about cheating. I'm just talking about the pressures that naturally come. With a black man. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> with a black guy. Because, because let's be clear from both perspectives, and and I, me and Erica talk a lot, right? Uh-huh. And one of the things that I always say is that a man is not a man until he has been tried mm-hmm. by the weight and pressure of a woman. If you not have, if you have not dealt with those experiences, those hardships, if you haven't grown from those experiences, then it's hard to say that you're a man without a woman because we make each other. I it's get it. Let's do this. That answer the question. So, why do you play games? Why do men play games? Why are men insecure? Why do men lie? Why do men portray to be someone that they are not? Why do men do things to get what they want, knowing that they're not really trying to be there with a woman to commit to a woman? Meanwhile, they're lying that they're trying to commit to a woman. Why do men play games? That I'm is the question. Only, I, I can only answer for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't speak on behalf of an answer. You know, the entire you. you know state of men. You know, um, I think it really just depends on where a man is at at that moment in time. Okay. And I think that once again, it goes into what are his experiences. Okay. Because when I was 18, 21, 23, 20, well, let's be clear. Well, I'm not going to get into that. Mm -hmm. But like when I was a young man, there was many women that I've been with who I would have loved to have had those kind of long term experiences with. Mm -hmm. But it's like. But you were playing games. No, I wasn't even playing games. I'm just trying to live my life and have more experiences. Men have ways of saying they play games. I'm living trying my, to live life. my life. No, I'm because, going because stuff. why why should I accept that terminology okay. that you oh, oh, Okay, so question, Bro, question. Are you are you always honest with any woman that you're counseled that you're interested in? Wait, always... they're interested in talking to or building whatever with, whether it's sexual, you At know, this intimacy. stage of my life, yeah. I, yeah, I, I haven't not, always been, no. Exactly. My question was, has, have you always been honest? Yeah, of course okay, not. Okay, so why did... Have you why, always why, been honest? Uh, yeah. Get the fuck out uh, of here. No. Brain. Whatever a man... But those men, we tell the truth. We don't be lying. Excuse me. That's men. I tell it from day one. I'm looking for a husband. I'm looking for a husband. People looking for a husband. The moment, the moment that women can be honest about their bullshit as equally as men, 
is the moment that we can I just, all I just stop don't like how you're not even asking the questions, me, though. Please, I don't like is, how you're is, asking the what questions. What is women's bullshit? Because I, they're boxing no, me in. No, I Women's bullshit is yes. the fact that women do the same shit men do. Which is? Just differently. What do men Tell do? me what men do. Okay. Tell me mm, what men do. Let's talk about that. Tell me what men do. I'm trying to be nice because you the Nah, don't be nice. Fuck all that shit. All right. Men have an ego issue. Okay. Men, men really lack sufficiency in a lot of areas in their life, such as their career, their finances, and what they try to do is use the manipulation of women to satisfy their ego, such as, I am in control of this situation. I do want to undo this situation. I am ready for they this situation. I am time. not. They want to have their cake and eat it at the same time. Men will tell you, men will tell you that they, they want this, they want to build this, they want to do that, and then all of a sudden they will say, I'm not ready. This isn't what I want. This I'm going through part stuff. of my life. I'm going through I'm stuff. Depressed. Men act like, especially black men, because that's who I date anyway, they act like they go through situations that are only unique to them, as if me as a black woman does not work, does not have situations in my life, do not have family drama. We are expected to multitask all of that, as well as cater to your ego and your needs, while men need to focus on things. They are Men are one-dimensional, while women are able to multitask, that's and right. that is the issue. Which is factor. Let me snap. <laughs> Interesting. Your response, MC. Mr. Nasir? <laughs> so, so with all that being said, because you said a mouthful. So with all that being said, right, let's deal with finances, right? Okay. So if you're dating and you're meeting a man, you, you engage and you kind of like him, but you see that his finances are just not what it's supposed to be. Okay. Are you still going to go forward and be closer with that man, knowing that he doesn't have those that finances that can? As long as he's working he towards the to potential grow, to make it grow, I would move forward with them. We have to stop this narrative grow. that women are gold diggers. I whoa, because that I is didn't say narrative. nothing about gold digging. Okay, <laughs> that's not, not even where I was going. He said, whoa. <laughs> I wasn't even going there. Okay. I don't think you want to go there. Cause I don't want to box you in, like I'm trying to box you in. Oh, box, box us in. But, we are ready. But let's 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 just rewind. Calm down, Mama. Okay. okay, I'm calm. I stay okay. calm. My point is, yours is funny. Going into a situation, okay. dating and exchanging energy with a man. Uh huh. Are you gonna take a man seriously that doesn't have his finances right? Now you've already stated that if the potential is there, if he's working towards making he's his financial right. It, okay, cool. But then, how long? How long do you deal with that? And that's a very good question. That's a very good question. If I see he's actively... Also, you know, all these things, you have to think about the different things that play a role into it. The type of field he's in, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If he's in, like, in the healthcare and public health field, I, like my ass, it's going to take a little minute. If he's an artist and struggling... Gonna, gonna, as long as you got a talent, if you ain't got talent, please. Okay? You know what I mean? It's going to take a little minute, but as long as you're actively working towards it, it's not like, oh, you're working, then the next six months you're not doing anything, then you back and forth. It has to be a consistent effort where I see that you put it in work. And if there's consistent effort, effort there's gonna be progress no matter what mm-hmm. no matter how small the progress is it is and mm-hmm. as men you also have to know the kind of woman that you choose you know sure. some men be going out for gold diggers because there are gold diggers out there there Period. are women who are like you know what Period. if he ain't got a bag he ain't got this he can't buy me this why am i with him you know so you here. have to have the sense to go for the right woman who are willing to help you willing to help you and be with you through the struggles through the thick and thin 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, that, that, that's what you I said think. Champion. I hear what y'all saying. Y'all champion though that that kind of rhetoric. Okay, but so, in this culture today. So when we talk about games, there's different type of games. For example, okay. a lot of guys play emotional games, and that is the you know like earlier off mic we talked about Future and Drake, and like um, we joked about how Drake is like one of those emotional game players like Drake low-key a fuck boy but he gets you on some emotional stuff Mm -hmm. and I think that a lot of men have started to subscribe to that like men all men aren't just overt fuck boys you know what I'm saying it's not like oh I be with a lot of girls and whatever whatever that's hyperbole but I think a lot of men mess with you emotionally a lot of men do things like ghost you for like two three weeks and then come back and say shit like i was just going through something you don't understand my, my grandma grandmother died, died or <laughs> why was that our first go-to like it's easy to kill a grandma is it that men mess with you emotionally or is it the fact that women primarily deal from a basis of emotions Ah, it's can, so. Can you imagine? Damn. I like the way he just twisted. Take, take time. time. He said that we as women, oh, y'all are, the right no, one on the podcast. He said that today. we are emotional creatures, right? So we don't have the sense to think I didn't logically. Say that. No, you that's, don't gotta that's what you say. We, we don't have the sense to without think logically. And I, I and without even being said, I feel like because men know that women are more emotional, they do play the emotional games, right? So let me do, let me play this game to you know get her in, to you know roll her up in and stuff. A good example. I was just telling you how some guy, the, the last person I talked to, mm. how, you know, he, he would call me and if I'm... Shout in, out to him. No. <laughs> well, shout out to you. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, the, you know, he would call me a certain time, maybe when I'm with Dami or my other best friend, Nasi, and I won't pick up because it's like, I'm in the company of my friends. I'm, you know, having a good time. Whatever, exactly. you know. Then, you know, he was like, you know, I noticed you don't pick up my phone calls when um when my friend, when, you, when you're with your friends. Are you hiding me from them? I'm not about that life. You can't hide me. Pick up my phone when I call. And it's like, you know, he's like, don't you tell them about me. I bet they know about me. All that kind of stuff. It's like, eh, I don't really go in details about you because it's like we're just talking you're not my boyfriend so how what much what do you want me to say you know what I'm saying mm. but it's like by you doing that by you expecting me to pick up you thinking I'm gonna FaceTime you when with my bestie so we're all gonna be like oh hey Erica's boo no you you don't you're not worth that you don't have that level Who you've not worked that? Them the kind of guys you've been dating? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Boom. Let me wind. Let me wind. We're that. talking about games, no. man, play. Because, don't even do me. Because guys, we have been different. Exactly. So my point, <laughs> my point was to say that that was a mind game, right? Uh-huh. To be like, because it's like, because, you know, you ask me, like, what do you say to my to your friends about me? And I'm like, I don't say anything. Because what is there mm. to say? Because you're not my man. So what am I to say? I'm definitely asking me questions that I can't answer. Or guys mm. don't know how to stay in their lane, right? It'd be like guys' whole thing of I want to have sex with you be them trying to infiltrate your mind and your heart. And it's like, bro, I already know the vibes. Just, just stick to the yeah, vibes. Right. Like, stop trying to get deep with it. Well, I feel, well, I honestly feel like this is just me. But I think at the point of a man and woman, especially if we're engaged and, and the exchange of energy, if we've ha- if we're having sex, I probably have already infiltrated your mind and your heart in some way. No, not always. That's what makes no. me confused. Okay. I'm telling you, honestly, men really think that. Listen, I'm telling you the truth. Unfortunately, yeah, so you saying you like that? I'm, uh, unfortunately, it's not every guy I've slept with that I love. I didn't say love. I'm exposed. I love. It's exposed. Exposed. Well, These niggas don't be in my heart. I hope your brothers don't listen to you. <laughs> I didn't say anything about love. No, seriously. But if you're trading, somebody's heart, don't be in my heart, G. 
Sometimes you, you, you stay where you stay. And I think a lot of men cannot handle that. So they try and force their way into your heart. They're playing mind games, they man. They force their way <laughs> See, into your mind. Like, like a lot of guys cannot handle the thought that as as you're trying to use me for your sexual relief, I'm, I'm trying to use, use you for same. my sexual relief. Or like I'm hip so to the game. So they try to force some sort of tangible relationship so they can say that I left you. So if that's... See, this is now... Now we starting to get into like... <laughs> uncharted territory when we get in this aspect conversation. So, if if I'm only dealing with you to satisfy my sexual need, and for you it's the same, then what reason is there to play a game? Because men and they, they because you already ego. have given me what I wanted the most. So why play again? You say ego. Because men are emotional and they don't want to admit that. Men, men are more emotional so men than are women. More, see, y'all kind of everywhere right now. I need all the so tight How are we up. emotional? Because, because no, no, now no. men are emotional. No, you, 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 men don't, are you don't think emotional. men are emotional? Are you, are you, are you going to say that men are not emotional? I think men have emotions. I don't think men are as emotional as women. So are more emotional than women. And, and you know now, what? You, now no. you can. And, and that's the thing, though. As our experiences as women, you know, we've dated different people. You know what I'm saying? Um, it it has shown. Stud- studies have what shown. What kind of guys do you guys like? Studies have shown that men are actually more emotional than women. They just display in a diff- different manner, right? And when I do this display, it is. Uh, what uh, studies? Uh, what are what are your sources? Erica Morning and Damien. Oh, oh, okay. No, I'm being sure. real. Cosmopolitan, um, people, our mamas, our great grandmamas, right, our so, mamas, 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 so mamas. So when this mamas. podcast come out, please cite your sources. All right. I just said all our sources, first and there are facts. Talking to numerous women is a first-person interview, Testimonial. which is incredible source. source. Okay, so that's that. Um, but yeah, men are more emotional, and that's just the fact of the matter. Changing the narrative. I, we're not oh. staging the narrative. So now, so okay. here you so are. So now, men are more emotional. Then you hear people say men lack emotion. No, it's like, men but, are. But on this podcast, have we said that men lack emotion? Never. We've not said that, we so we're not contradicting ourselves. No, you that. haven't said that, but that's gentle. We, we're, we're talking about today. We're talking about this conversation right oh, here. So, so we're not contradicting This is the thing. You see, you see what you're, what you're saying is a lack of emotion is actually selfishness. Ah, you have sense. That's what it is. We never said men don't have emotion. Men are selfish with their emotion. They are self-serving with their emotion. They'll do whatever it takes to serve the emotion that they have at the moment so that they do not feel sad. They do not feel lonely. You don't do that? Rejected. You don't put yourself first? You don't feel the need to to, to protect your queen? You hold it down for the man. I'm going to give it to you. You hold it down. It's the way you go about it that matters. I'm just holding it down for me because I got common sense. It's the way you go about it. I feel like it's all about the way like I'm I'm obviously I would like to consider myself I'm a selfish person let me mm-hmm. just be honest yeah clearly Whoa, what does that mean more clearly wow um, <laughs> relationship when it comes to men I am selfish right because I'm gonna protect myself and I need to see like a man is fully at that level to really yes. be my man for me to yes. be like okay yes you know what I'm saying but it's like, yes, you could be selfish, but the way you you guys will get involved with a woman, knowing that this woman has certain requirements or desires. As you said, as a man, a sensible man, you know what I'm saying? You see a woman, you could peep the type of woman she, she is, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, a whole different from a woman you could consider a wifey, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, a woman who's gone through some emotional... And, and treat them fish- accordingly. Right, exactly. You, exactly, mm-hmm. right? So men do know the type of... They know the good girls. They know the women who are wanting more, desiring more, you know? Knowing that they cannot give 
give the woman what they need or what they do desire. It's like why awaken a woman's love? No, you're not ready for it. That's the thing a lot of men, a lot of men, that's what they do. You guys awaken what? the love of a woman. So, the energy and so, power that comes with that, but you're so, not ready to handle so it. So when your love is activated, are you always ready? <laughs> well, if, if you activate my love, okay, and, you, and we were in a situation and I'm displaying my love. And define ready. What is ready? Willing to be vulnerable? What is ready? Depending on the situation. Ready, willing ready? to be vulnerable, to be one with a person, because, depending because, on the conversation. Because, because if that's the case, what is vulnerability without hurt? I don't know why we're even going to talk definition. Why are we going, why are we going into, into dictionary.com? Hey, we bought hey, No, no, no he's trying to switch. Yeah, no, he's trying to switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my fucking Yes, you are. You don't answer any of the questions. I want to ask a real question, though. Okay. In recent, on some real shit, I've seen reports that they say men <laughs> tend to not marry the woman that they're really in love with. They marry the woman who, Who's when ready? they're ready to get married, that they're with at the it time. Be like that. And I think, and I feel like it goes for women too. And, and, you know, but but is that I think that is a direct result of the games men play because when they do find the woman that they are ultimately in love with, they they you know they do things they try they play these little things so. In regards to this conversation of men playing games, I really want to act ask, when do you know that you found the woman that you can't run your game on? Damn, that's a good question. I don't think that's really the question you're trying to ask. <laughs> no, she like seriously. Question, you're tell I, what I, she's no, trying be, to ask? because I think I understand what she means. What do you think she means? I don't think that's the question. What, what do you think she means? Personally. What do you think she, she means? Means? Ask me the question again. Okay. Look at that. You don't even know the question. The question is at what point do you think you found the woman that you can no longer run game on? That it's like, this is serious. I'm going to meet authenticity with authenticity. So that depends on where I am in my life right now. It's always you. I'm, I can only speak for me. No, but I'm saying that, 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 that's what I mean when I say selfishness of a man. Where I am in my life. Why? Fucking God. No, I, I mean, go off, go off, go off. I'm, maybe I'm beating, maybe. Let him finish, let him finish, go, finish, go finish, finish. It's you, it's your time. <laughs> First off, you're talking to Rashad Nasir. Follow me at I am Rashad Nasir. Oh Lord, I'm um, not shameless. <laughs> so you're only talking to me. I cannot speak on behalf of all men because I am not like all men. I'm mm. like me. Mm. Okay, I am. Thank you. So, okay, it really depends on where I'm at at that moment of time. Mm. Okay, depending upon like who, like who I am. What do I have? What is my projection in regards to tomorrow? What am I trying to build will determine about whether or not I, I'm going to be way 1,000 with this woman. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's just get a little bit fun. Let's discuss the type of games you played a woman. I don't How play games. Easy? You've never played games with women? See, you've never like deceived or lied to a woman? I've lied to many women. Tell me the type of lies you've made to women. No. Women, women that you know... Oh, give, you, give, our, give our listeners women something that you to know that for. You know that they potentially wanted more, but you know deep down... Okay. So you've been in a situation where you've talked to a woman that wanted more, but you know deep down that you did not want more, correct? Yes or no? Say that again? Have you been in a situation where you're with a woman who wants more? I'm treat this like I'm in Who court. wants more than you do? <laughs> but you still continue knowing that you can't I offer do. her what she wants. Um, no, quite honestly, because okay. why would I want to do that? So in, in situations why, why situation I... where you've lied or deceived a woman, why did you do that? Because I could. 
Look at this. What are we talking about here? Because I could. Why I not? Mean, I mean, let's. Of I mean, course you can. No, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's ask the real question. Mm-hmm. Why could you? Because <laughs> I have the ability to. Well, he talk. That, no, no, no. He but what, what is the ability? No, because this is we're getting somewhere. Because all this no, time, we're not. We're not no, nowhere. we're getting somewhere. We're not. What made you think you could? Because I could. Because you could tell a lie. That's nothing. But it's like, why tell the and lie? The, what's the reason? It. What's the reason behind that you could? Because I knew that I could possibly get away with it. Get away with what? The lie. And what type of lies do they tend to be? See, now you... Now oh, it's a little too reach. personal? No, it's not too personal. You want <laughs> me to like... This is my You can't let us know. What do you think? I write down my lies? I, I mean, got a book I mean, of lies I mean, in like, my book bag? When I say lies, is it lies you frame to the fact that, oh, you talk to a girl, oh, I like you, I want to be with you, knowing them down, you don't want to be with her, you just want to fuck her. If I... Whoa, let's be clear. If I just want to fuck you, I'm going to be like, yo... You just want to fuck. I like you. I, I want to fuck you. So you've always been. I'm like not. That. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I think you're so beautiful. Oh, really? I like you. Like we should date and blah. Have you always been like knowing, this, or just a new thing at no, this age? No, that's always been the case. Okay. Why am I going to invest the time to all do right, all of that? To do okay. all of that for some pussy? Yeah. So you, I'm you, you not lied for some I'm pussy. Going to spend, you you want to say like pussy? No, shit. no, no, no. You not lied for some I've pussy. lied, but when we talking about spending time. Which translates into spending money, which turns into spending my essence with you for the for the sake of some pussy. No, I'm not doing. Why? It. Okay, if it's you just for some pussy, why? Why? Why did you lie? So you say you've lied for some pussy. In what sense? In what sense? What situation have you lied? So you've, have, you've lied to get some pussy, right? Yes or no? Have you lied to get some pussy? I have, to retake, I have to take that statement back. Damn right. Are you pleading the fifth? Huh? Are you pleading the fifth? No, I'm not pleading the fifth. I'm saying that I've never had... Okay, so give me an example of someone lying for some pussy. Why did I give you an example? When you because you clearly you have them. All right, listen. Yeah. I feel like we're not going to really come to a scenario. I feel like no we questions can. have ever been answered. But no on some real stuff, though. Like, you know, you definitely was out here holding it down for the men. I think... Everybody with that Y chromosome would be proud of you because you ain't false, you ain't you ain't cop to the. I ain't beat. buying it. He, bullshit. He said, it's just you bullshit. Buy it. bullshit. In fact, I feel like I was played. You a buy little it. Bit. Played, in, girl. In, in boom. You it's buy just, it, Erica. I got. I, sure I got. Don't. I got the receipt. I gave you. What's the receipt? Just, <laughs> 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 I want to know. Listen, yeah. I, my I be alert all the times. What's the receipt? No, you didn't answer any question, okay. I, but it's okay. All right, for, okay, cool. Go ahead, ask your question. I I'm think, not, I'm not going to resist. Go to, ahead. To, to wrap this topic up a little bit, mm. um, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Since you're in this new age of yours, right? Okay. Of your manhood. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and to flip the script for our male listeners. What are games that women play that you now are going to avoid in your new age? That's a good question. That's a great question. What have you encountered? The games that women play. First off, let's be clear. I don't... I treat everybody a person by person, case by case. Okay. okay. Let's be clear. So I don't go into like... I don't look at anybody as like a generalization. Because mm-hmm. I think that... That is when we start to allow 
older notions and concepts that no longer serve us to creep into a new situation. Mm. So I don't, I don't hold those kind of thoughts. And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of the problem with a lot of women, mm-hmm. personally. Um, games that women play. Yeah, oh, oh, basically bullshit that women do that you've experienced. What's some bullshit that you're like, this bitch is playing. She, she on some bullshit. Um, well, there's the women that may entertain you and you know that she's only out for whatever you can give her. Okay. There's a woman who you know who is probably a, a, a liar and a cheater as well. She may have a man at the crib. He might be trash, but she's still trying to get your attention in time. Right. You okay. know. Um, you. you said that's been you? I've You know, you've cheated? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Okay. Um, so I'm like, damn, I tell the truth. Exactly. Kept it real. Straight to the point. Mm. Did, did you tell the truth in that moment? I did. Mm. You know I did. Okay. So black women cheat. Um... <laughs> Not Charlamagne. <laughs> um, I don't really know. I don't really know how to answer that question because, like, I just deal with it for what it is, and I'm not thinking in any things in terms of like, oh, this bitch playing the game. It's just that if it's not for me, has a woman ghosted you? Has a woman ever broken your heart based on some bullshit, some game she was playing? Where you like, damn, she looky played. Have you felt played? Maybe the language is is maybe that's maybe. What. maybe. Have you been played? No. I've never oh, you haven't played. played. Okay. No, I've never been played. Okay. No. Damn, damn, or, have you been played? Or at least, or at least, or at least, or at least to my knowledge. Because my thing is that if you're trying to play me and if, if you're good at it, the key is to not let the opposition know that, that you're, you're playing, playing a game. Okay. Mm. That's that's the whole if we wanna really talk about games. That's what we've been trying to talk about, but if you've been we want, well, y'all been asking the wrong questions. Nah, so, you've just not been answering the questions. If we're talking about game. The fact is, if a person's really good at that game, you ain't never supposed to know. Okay. Mm. And have you gone to that level where you are so good at your game, muffins didn't even know that you're running the game? Why would I answer that? He know that women have more game than men, and I think that's um. That's what you're saying. That's debatable. That's debatable. That's what you're saying. And and if women and if women women have more games than men, then that makes y'all a little bit more terrible. Because you're sitting here and talking about the games that men play and all the rah-rah about it. I agree with And that. how terrible it, it is, the shit that we do. But yet, you admit that women play more games and you're just good at it. No, so I that say, means that... I didn't say we play more games. I said we have more game. Come on now. More game means... If you have more game, then that means that you're able to duplicate it more often. So that means that now you have the ability to be deceptive anytime you want to. Yep. And I think that that's a poor reflection on you than it is on me. Listen, I appreciate how you held it down for the men with this topic because I, I, I you know. I, let, I didn't get no one The men will be proud. The guys that listen to this podcast will champion you. Rashad is here and they will know you as a Black History Month hero. No. I, I appreciate no, that. No questions was that such. No questions. But it is what it is. Okay. Last question I do want to ask. When at what age do you know you when did you know what you wanted with a woman? When did you realize this is what I want from a woman? With what? a woman. When I was clear about who I am. Which was when? Um, clarity is a process. It doesn't come like this. It doesn't come when I've turned 28. It's a byproduct of who I am at that moment in time. 
where I'm trying to be tomorrow and the path of me trying to get there. So at this stage, you feel like you do know what you want with a woman? Very, very okay. clear. So, and we, were, we, were, we, we mentioned that we're going to ask that why do men cheat? Um, men, men cheat because of accessibility. Oh, okay. Men cheat because it's there and it's convenient. Or at least at least in my case. I don't think men cheat for anything that is emotional. Mm-hmm. At least on a surface level. You might have a bitch at the crib that might be terrible and trash. And you just like, well, I'm going to get this nut off because this motherfucker here is nice. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's really just a matter of convenience. Men don't cheat for anything emotional or love related. So with the it fact, just, it, and we can even call it ego if you want. So with the fact that okay, you, now you know what you want in a relationship, you found yourself in yourself. Do, would know, you say no, that no, no, no. moving forward, would you cheat? Um, or is it just something? No, no, because you would not uh, cheat. No, I wouldn't cheat. You know why? Because I like threesomes, and I like a woman with an open mind. So, so if the woman you like or you decide to and and, and let's and be clear, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let, let's be clear. It really depends on who the woman is, and in most situations, I come clear off bat like, yo, this is what I like, this is what I'm into, and depending on who you are or who you're not determines how I'm going to respond. So basically, you're saying that you are open to having multiple women, correct? Of course. Okay. I'm, I, I, and if your woman is not okay with that, what would you do? Would you continue that lifestyle? Or depends, you... depends on who she is and where we are. Because if, if we're talking about... If she's your girlfriend and you guys are at that See, stage. if she's my girlfriend, then that means that she was already worth it. If so, you're my girlfriend. Okay, right. So then you would be in a monogamous relationship. Yeah, for sure. And not cheat. For sure. Mm. Okay. Well, it is what it is. I think we've had some questions already. Oh, oh some man. answers. Y'all are pretty light. Mm, we're going we to we're gonna have to do this on a What Up Joe podcast. We're going to have to have a part two. Yeah, we're going to have to He ain't answered no questions. Shout out to I'm Danny not even satisfied. What's I'm up, not. Lady Ray? Joe oh. and Cole was popping. It's okay of the shameless plug. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> so you guys know we're about to get into our black excellence before we get into anything else. Um, with it being Black History Month, um, we would like to take some time to shout out some historic black excellence, okay? Just as, uh, you know, some things that we wouldn't even have in this world if not for black, black people. people. So some of these things include the traffic light, mm-hmm. um, the White House, peanut butter, George okay. Washington Carver. Yes. Um, we wouldn't have potato chips. We wouldn't have the super soaker. We wouldn't have open heart surgery. We wouldn't have the toilet. We wouldn't even have Chicago. Okay. You know, we wouldn't have a seed planter in there. We wouldn't have sanitary pads. Sanitary pads. We wouldn't have black hair care products. We wouldn't. Madam C.J. Walker, we love you. It's many things that we would not have without knowing that black people were the one who invented them. And of course... Yes, and we want y'all to actually tag us with all the people who invented those things that we just named. Um, But, you know, that was just kind of like some of our little black excellence. We know we ain't um, necessarily shout out names, but there's just so many, too many people to name and too much things that black people are a part of. And we just wanted to take the time to use our black excellence to remind people that black history is all day, every Every day. day. Awesome. Okay, let's go into our music. So music, what do we have going on? So Lil Wayne, he said that he found out with the what's it called, twenty three me that he's fifty three percent Nigerian. Nigerian, hey. as he said, for the Nigerian here. 
feel like that's common now. I know. They said the F stands for Femi, right? The Wizzy F baby stands for Femi. Where did you say this? No, that's what Nigerians said on Twitter. Because Femi is a Nigerian name and Wizzy F. No, but where did but where did he say that he found out? He did an interview with Drink Champ. Okay, for sure. And he says he wants to go to Nigeria and visit it, which I think is a wonderful thing to do. He's gonna be in Dirty December next year. I know, right? I def- definitely do encourage many um, black so y'all people. Y'all claiming to- Wayne now? Been claiming Wayne. Hey, oh, okay. listen, he a talented man. We, we claiming all Nigerians. We claim all black. Quite personally, my hair is manageable. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kendrick Lamar, his biography um, titled "The Butterfly Effect" is set to release hey. October twenty twenty. Are you guys gonna check that out? Definitely. I mean, I wonder is it gonna be like a Netflix? Is it gonna be like a movie, like a Lifetime shit? True. Not Netflix. I don't think it's gonna be a Lifetime. Uh, well, not Lifetime, but like who, Netflix who, who, original Netflix, something. HBO. One of those. Yeah. Um, is it even? a biography like book I thought it was a book is it a book I thought it was I, I don't know he didn't really I'm looking forward details. to a book I'm curious to I'm, 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 I'm curious to see how whatever it was it like the butterfly effect is Travis thing he comes talking about he the butterfly effect oh. well it's a pimple butterfly I, I think I think it works out for him yeah I think so too which cool. is my favorite service. Kendrick album to hey. oh really yeah okay yikes so Nicki Minaj the queen <laughs> the Queen Nikki came out with a song, Yikes. And then a lot of people on social media were I don't like the song. I'm sorry. About her. Um, this lyric right here. Let's play it. Woke up the price of coke up. I just hit them with the low cut. Then call my folks up. Somebody about to get poked up. Go call a tow truck. All that token out your neck. Might just get your throat cut. This a Mack truck. Not a black truck. When we move, tell them back up. Click, click, clack, dump. Hell of bands. Pull up, stashed up. Stop the facts up. All you bitches, Rosa Parks. Uh-oh, get your ass up. Rosa Parks. Uh-oh, why? This is the second time she's doing this. You know what, right? Listen, all these bitches, Rosa Parks. Get your ass up. The second time she's referencing some, you know, I mean, black serv- girl. Come on, no, 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 on some real shit. What's the problem? Come on, that's just trash. Come on now, yes, it is disrespectful. Ah! I don't think it's disrespectful. It's just yes. weak. Damn. I'm so tired of these subpar bars from Nicki Minaj. Oh, subpar. And let's be clear, way. I only say that because I know that she's actually a dope MC, but like. I'm just ready for her to kind of like, are you, you know what I want from Nikki what at this point? I want more transparency from Nikki Minaj. You you don't. What do you mean? She you can't don't do that like, no more because y'all niggas right. done. Y'all niggas done told her she's done. She's weak. Let me tell y'all something about my. Queen. She's done until she does that. Let me tell y'all about Nikki Minaj. She's a Sagittarius queen. <laughs> and the thing about Sagittarius is that y'all gotta know is they're gonna be real, they're gonna be authentic, they're gonna say what they say. But once you hurt their feelings, they are very, very hurt. And so, the thing with Nikki. So the industry hurt her feelings? Everybody hurt her feelings. People came for her. Let's be real. People came for her. Come off. Let's 20, be real. Look at 2017 through 2019 was very hard for Nicki Minaj. Mostly on her part. No, mostly on the world's part. So, so what started it? Because I remember the whole issue with the, the Travis situation and the album. I think that the, that was a valid... T- that's what I'm saying. Everything you can say be 100% sometimes. 
I'm not doing this with a bar. I'm not Whatever. That wasn't even the point. The point was. The point was. Stan was a. Too hard. Too too much. No. Because this is the second time she she did it. Then she do it with um looking ass niggas. Is that name? No, she ain't do shit with that. Oh, was it a cover? It was a cover. People were upset with. They was mad because it's the same. There's a picture of. Malcolm X looking out yeah. the window with a witch. So do you I, think again, it's okay was... for rappers to reference civil rights leaders? Nigga, and, and, and it was in a negative way too, though. It's not People like in a positive way. Is it okay though? Is it cool? I had a song called Rosa Parks and it was like, take your ass to the back of the bus or some shit like that. So it's like, why? A... How do you think the families of those individuals feel? Them niggas, oh, we know what, Rick, we know what the Rosa Parks did. They don't take away from what Rosa Parks not did. It doesn't, true. It don't. It doesn't. So it's like, y'all just trying to be trying, y'all just be trying to hold on to whatever little clout y'all got. We know what Rosa Parks So did. if Rosa Parks is your and, grandma, and, and let's we, say she goes. And we being a thousand percent, bro, and let me tell you about black history. Yo, Rosa Parks wasn't even the main person that was supposed to do that. The person that it really happened to, her name was Claudette Calvin. Okay, so because, okay, she was, okay. But because she was a dark skin woman, history? they didn't allow okay. her to be the face of the civil rights movement. Okay. Yes, because girl. Rosa Parks is a mulatto looking motherfucker. Okay, Barb. Okay, Barb. I don't know if that to be true, but Rosa Parks had a lot of other support by way of certain organizations that she were a part of that people don't talk about, but I'm not going to talk about that on here. Shit, y'all want me to really get into it. It's because, because Claudette Calvin was a teenage single mother... And she was the first person that refused to get up for her seat. She was not supported in that movement. So they had Rosa Parks reenact the exact same thing. Reenact? Yes. So you had her, they had they her had go movement. back and so do the exact same thing. So she got on the bus, sat in the front, knowing that they would tell her to get up and refused to get up in the SCLC. But first you said reenact, like it was a, like, like it was, it was planned. It was planned. It was planned. It wasn't like a, oh, I'm just not going to get up today. That's a lie. What Claudette So they planned for it to be in the media. Then, yes, that's what oh, okay. it was. Well, listen, you know. She was I'm still learning about black history being a, a, a Niger babe. I don't know much about it. But I'm telling y'all. You educated the facts. my ass. That's okay. what happened. Okay, girl. Me, I think it's a little but bit we like. Love eh. Rosa. Of course. Sure. Shout out to Rosa Parks. You know what I'm Definitely. saying? Definitely. I think it was that deep. I think people, again, was just trying to say, like, Nikki People are so sensitive. Yeah. It's nothing wrong with being sensitive. I think people should be more sensitive. because no, people, no, we are too no, sensitive. I, no, I feel like the fact that people are oh, so hard, that's why the world is the way it is today. If people are more sensitive, people, life wouldn't be the way it is. But the let's world go into was better when we were hard. No, because motherfuckers are still hard and see what's going on in every country and every continent. It's some hard ass bullshit. Not being sensitive to other people's feelings and emotions. Next topic, Super Bowl halftime show, J-Lo and Shakira. So the Super Bowl happened on last Sunday. I watched it. I thoroughly enjoyed Shakira and J-Lo. I like Shakira a little bit more than J-Lo. I do like Shakira better. I liked her performance a little bit more. I felt like J-Lo was giving her her Vegas residency performance. I was going to say that because it it definitely did seem like a a music competition choreography show type of thing. Um, But I will say this. I think that a lot of the, the, the commentary I've heard there's a lot of people saying things like, oh, it was so Spanish and woo-woo-woo. I mean, that's what they are. What too else much did skin. Too much skin. And Beyonce had the best halftime performance. It was regular skin. I feel like I see that same amount of skin. Other like, skin. I mean, Beyonce <laughs> wears the same thing. Like, yeah, exactly. It's a one piece with stockings it, and heels. Exactly. It was that it wasn't and, and, um, Angel Brinks type stuff. Like, yeah. It wasn't more... Like, it's the more same thing that they all wear. I think that as uh, African Americans, especially, we have to learn to be more inclusive of other people's cultures. Um, and I say that because I think that for the commentary of it was too Spanish. To you think come, that was us? 
I've heard. I heard it. Saying those like, comments. I did okay. hear. It. I did see it. Black from Twitter. A lot of black. A lot of black Twitter. And you know, I listened to Breakfast Club a lot, and they had like a whole topic talking about it. And it was a lot of black people that commented saying that it was a lot. Of, it was too Spanish or too Hispanic, or they didn't include black people or whatever. I mean, whatever. that's like when people were saying Beyonce was too black, and she was on some Black Panther stuff with the yeah, exactly. Performance, you know, and I think that we all have to kind of like stop that type of thinking especially especially I think like you know we gotta choose what the fuck we trying to include like if we the same people that's like oh Afro Latino expressing respect your black roots you're African or whatever like I think that we also have to acknowledge like if they Afro Latino then we have to accept the Latino part and this is America Afro Latino listen that's a different cult that we know we never gonna get to that mm, today please don't get me started nah we not get to it today cause that's a whole different conversation lord but anyway, this is America. It's a diverse country with different cultures. So yes, let them do their Spanish culture, yeah, song, everything on there. It's I came okay. here would have wanted Shakira to hold it down by herself. By herself, I, truly. I really yeah, me too. Jen, I didn't really think Jenna was not, yeah. additive to it, or not really. Maybe she was supposed to be like the 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 um, hype towards it, but I was like, JLo didn't carry that. No. But let's go into our TV. So for TV, we have Viola Davis. She is, of course, set to play Michelle Obama in this new TV series called First Ladies. And it's full. finally be given the full order of the first season on Showtime. That's cool. I wonder how far it will go, considering that it's like a finite number of first ladies. Right, it's not just about, I'm thinking, initially I thought it was just about like Michelle Obama, like black, yeah. but it's about, you know, different first, different ladies. first ladies. So I'm curious to see how it'll play out and what, what first ladies they will talk about. Maybe it's like a, a one season docu-series. Probably, yes. Yeah, yeah. those, those short type of series type of things. That's cute though. Yeah. You know, it's cute. I need to get Showtime. I definitely case. think Super Bowl commercials were very like heavy on the this is a me too times up. Like, it was a lot of, like, female-centric You sure both commercials were weak to me this year. The look that I saw... I ain't gonna hold you. They was better than they've been the past couple of years. Really? Yes. Okay. They, they were better than they've been I don't the typically watch them, but I wasn't fully impressed with this I don't know why I randomly ones. was like, I'm gonna have a Super Bowl party by myself in the house. I'm gonna oh, get some cute. wings and Oh, you drinking. did? Yeah, oh, that's cute. Weird. What was you drinking? <laughs> okay, House of Pain. We know we talk about Tyler Perry. House of Pain. Um, so he's had that show for a while now. So now it's a House of Pain revival coming to BET. I don't know if I want to see a revival of that show. I don't know if I want to see it rewritten. I don't know if I want to see a different script, a different storyline. It's like it's BET over. BET needs to stop acting like Tyler Perry is the, the only one. God of TV. When Will Packard is out here, I am so sorry. Let's tell the truth. Will Packard is ten times more. Creative. What what shows have Will, Will Packard Packer has um, made? He makes movies. He has mm-hmm. made. Um, fuck, I can't think. Think like a man. Think like a man too. Um, what's it called? That that movie. Um, that Taraji was in when she was thinking like the men. That sounded weird because I said things yeah, like man, um, but uh, what men want. What men want, yeah. Um, what Packard has, damn. I'm, but it's like, nonetheless, they're like all new. All movies would be dope. Exactly. And they're also new upcoming writers. Yeah. It's like, why, why is... Um, I have no idea why they like, endorse the Trying Perry. to, exactly. Like, he ain't been fucking with Oprah. Let him have Oprah. And, and then it's like, why is it House of Pain? Why is it that old show? What, what new? What new can you write? And of course, you know, Tyler Perry, he tweeted it and he had like the script with his pen with it now because we know he only likes to tell. He himself and he. Exactly. Exactly. He himself and he in in everything. He is the director, the writer, the producer, the the actor, the everything. Um, but we'll see how that goes. I am not interested, but we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I am, I'm really not. Um, the way you said, I am not interested. I am not. But I'll check it. I'll check out the first episode. You know, I watch it for Lance Grass. You'll see. So wild and out, Davido. 
The veto's to appear on Wild and Out. I am very scared because I feel like it would be a lot of. I think it'll be a lot of African jokes that I'm not ready to hear. It of course, I mean, it will clips. It will trigger me. Not ready. It will trigger me at this point. Oh. No, it will definitely trigger me. Like, damn, it's, I'm not, back it's not easy to be an African. It's not easy to be an African African in, in, in America. Okay, I'm like, oh shit, I'm putting here like and all that other shit that I was not trying to hear. I did hear that a lot though. Like, like what the fuck? I'm not. I don't get it. What language is that? What what? South Africans speak. That. It's like a tribe in South Africa that speak that. Oh no, there's a that's how they speak. That well, come on, hard, man. Bro. Listen, <laughs> what you say? I said it'd be hard to me a little bit. Like, damn, y'all ain't speaking in clicks. Yeah, you like that's hard a little bit, but yeah, that's basically what's going on with TV. So it's it's airing on February 11th, though. If y'all want to check that out, yeah, we'll see how it is. Um, I may or may not. I think that's pretty much it. Do we have any final notes? I'd like thank to you. thank our guests for hey. uh, definitely coming through and pushing sure. back on us. And not answering uh, the questions. We haven't had an episode this long in forever. He came on here and told us his episodes on his podcast be like two, three hours. We like, we don't go that hard. But he forced us this week to it. go that it hard. It would be the man to force so, it. So listen to this misogyny. Uh so yeah thank you but for real thank you so no, much for being for part of me. us and being cross culture with us for sure I appreciate you guys having me and um, thank it's been you. a pleasure hopefully I can be invited again for a topic that isn't so um, one sided and attacking yikes you know well invite Streaming. us to your podcast too. oh for sure we gonna, we gonna set the date definitely cross podcast okay so my quote is podcast. for the men careful how you play your cards no, careful how you play your cards when you have a queen in your hand. Okay? Because mm. y'all be tweaking. Y'all be tweaking on us. Erica Mona's potting. All right. Boy. So this is Cross, Cross Culture. Culture. Peace. <laughs>